WVOW Local News, now. An investigation is underway following online allegations of inappropriate relationships and grooming minors for violent sexual habits. I'm Faith Bannister. The Hot Cup Coffee Shop in downtown Logan has long been a hangout and meetup location for many residents over the last decade. The self-described coolest, classiest place in Logan was the talk of the town Saturday night as a single social media post gained traction. Logan County native Ashley Kirkland alleged she was a teenager when she first met Hot Cup owner Michael Klein, and 17 when she began a sexual relationship with him. Kirkland described a relationship of secrecy, violence, and abuse. Kirkland's post was accompanied by photos displaying bruising and markings she alleged were caused by Klein. The post on Facebook has received more than 1,000 shares and reactions and hundreds of comments. On Sunday, additional victims began posting their own stories. Logan County Prosecuting Attorney David Wandling says an investigation has begun involving his office, the Logan County Sheriff's Department, and West Virginia State Police. We are working together to coordinate uh, an investigation. I can't comment on the specifics because it is uh, an open and ongoing investigation. Wandling said efforts are being made to get Kirkland and others to his office this week to record formal statements. Wandling said the prosecutor's office is always open to victims of crime. He encourages anyone with a claim concerning this investigation or any criminal investigation to come forward. And we will uh, either bring into the office uh, a prosecutor or an investigator or one of our advocates. I can sit down and meet with you. We can coordinate a level of care if you need a place to live or if you need therapy or you need counseling. Or if there needs to be a criminal investigation conducted, we can put you in touch with the right agency. And those are the things that we're trying to do here. I have not spoken directly with the individual who was making those statements uh, online yesterday, uh, but I was able to make contact uh, via a third party. And I believe that at least one individual was coming in this week. So it's an ongoing investigation. I can't get into the specifics. I can't talk about anything else about who knew what and when. Uh, but we are aware of it, and we are going to cause it to be investigated. Uh, all individuals who are accused of crimes are innocent until proven guilty in this country. Uh, and we'll see where the evidence leads us. A call to Mr. Klein has yet to be returned. WVOW News is brought to you by Logan Regional Medical Center. I'm Tanya Crubb, Director of Acute Inpatient Rehab. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Hi, I'm Dr. Wright, surgical podiatrist from Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. I'm Romel Mitchell, Executive Secretary. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Thank you for trusting your care at Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. A man was arrested Sunday following a domestic disturbance at Hen Lawson, according to deputies. Logan County Sheriff's Department is investigating an incident involving 30-year-old Patrick Sean Ballard and his girlfriend. The incident resulted in the female victim being transported to the hospital for medical treatment, according to the sheriff's office. Mr. Ballard has been charged with strangulation, domestic battery, and domestic assault. Bail was set at $20,000, 10% in surety. Danville Volunteer Fire Department says a three-vehicle crash caused by icy roads temporarily closed a portion of U.S. Route 119 Sunday morning. The crash was in the Julian area on a Route 119 bridge near Holstein Road, according to the Danville Volunteer Fire Department. Officials say traffic was controlled down to one lane while the West Virginia Division of Highways salted the road. 
The southbound lane was temporarily closed while the vehicles were removed, according to the Danville Volunteer Fire Department. Madison Volunteer Fire Department was also on the scene. The road has since reopened. Madison Volunteer Fire Department said Low Gap Road in Ball Fork was closed after a mobile home slipped into the road in Boone County. The incident happened around 5 o'clock Sunday evening. About an hour afterwards, Madison Volunteer Fire Department said attempts are being made to reopen the roadway, however it could be closed for a prolonged period of time. No word currently if that road has opened back up. The Kanawha County Sheriff's Office reports one person has minor injuries after a shooting on the west side of St. Albans. The incident happened before 11 p.m. Saturday night. Deputies say they believe the shooting was accidental and that the shooter remained on the scene. The victim has non-life-threatening injuries, deputies say. This incident is under investigation and will be reviewed by the prosecutor's office for any criminal charges. A man who fled police and was found with a Huntington woman's body in his car was arraigned in Laurel County District Court on Friday morning. David Maurice Reed of St. Petersburg, Florida, was arrested after leading police on a chase through multiple counties in Kentucky. He allegedly hit multiple police cruisers during the pursuit. Kentucky State Police say that officers found a woman's body in the back of the car Reed was driving. The woman was later identified as Rachel Carter of Huntington. According to a Kentucky State Police citation, Carter's remains were found in a plastic tote in the back hatch of the vehicle. The citation said that Carter had trauma to her facial area and wounds consistent with those inflicted by an edged weapon. It also said that Reed appeared to have bloodstains on his pants. The citation said that Reed admitted to getting into a physical altercation with Carter in a hotel room and choking her. Reed is charged with murder domestic violence, tampering with physical evidence, abuse of a corpse, first-degree fleeing or evading police, second-degree criminal mischief, second-degree wanton endangerment of a police officer, careless driving, resisting arrest, and having no operator's license. His bond was set at $1 million cash and he will be in court again tomorrow. A man was arrested in Cabell County for driving under the influence as well as other offenses after police found him unresponsive in a running vehicle. Milton Police Department says the incident occurred Friday on U.S. Route 60. Officers say they responded to a man-down call and found the individual, identified as Denver Saunders of Glenwood, unresponsive in a running car. Police determined he was under the influence of a controlled substance. Saunders was arrested for his third drug-related DUI offense, a felony. Saunders was also charged with two counts of possession of a controlled substance, heroin, and Lortab pills. Milton PD told 13 News Saunders did not pay the $15,000 bond and was subsequently put in jail. One person is dead after a house fire in Huntington. The Huntington Police Department and the city's deputy fire marshal are investigating after a body was found on the 500 block of Washington Avenue Sunday night. The call about the house fire came in just after 8 o'clock Sunday evening, and the person's identity has not been released. Huntington Fire, Police, and Cabell County EMS worked the scene. A bill that would allow emergency medical professionals to carry firearms in certain circumstances has been sent to the House Government Organization Committee after passing the state Senate last week. Senate Bill 83 would allow a tactical medical professional trained and certified in tactical combat casualty care and tactical emergency medical support to carry a firearm while on duty with a SWAT team. The medical professional, 
EMTs, physicians, osteopaths, physician assistants, and nurses would have to be certified by the Law Enforcement Professional Standards Subcommittee of the Governor's Committee on Crime, Delinquency, and Corrections. Three more university presidents have joined to oppose the campus carry legislation working its way through the state senate. Eric Cage of West Virginia State University, Kendra Boggess of Concord University, and Mary Hendricks of Shepherd University sent a joint letter to the legislature Friday. The letter stated that the president strongly support the Second Amendment and the right for law-abiding citizens to own firearms, but have serious reservations about the significant public safety challenges and financial burdens that Senate Bill 10 would impose on West Virginia's regional colleges and universities. Senate Bill 10, the Campus Self-Defense Act, will be on second reading, the amendment stage, today on the Senate floor. It sets the parameters for people with concealed handguns to carry on public college and university campuses and includes exemptions where the schools may still prohibit weapons. The three presidents wrote that one impact of the COVID pandemic is more students grappling with mental health challenges and in need of additional support services. A similar joint statement was issued last week by West Virginia University President Gordon Gee and Marshall University President Brad Smith. A golden alert issued out of Pike County, Kentucky, was canceled. Pike County Emergency Management said 79-year-old Charles Douglas Coleman was last seen leaving Millard Highway going towards Elkhorn City around 2 o'clock Friday afternoon. The alert was canceled Saturday night when Coleman was discovered. No further information was released. Reportedly, Coleman has dementia, diabetes, and high blood pressure, and Coleman did not take his medicine on Friday, according to the alert. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com or on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. So what we have here is that precipitation, snow showers or sprinkles. We'll see that winding down later on tonight. And we want to watch out for the refreeze. Today's high about 38 and we'll fall back down to about 27. At least it's drying out and we'll be dry on Tuesday and about 47. But then we could see freezing rain again Wednesday morning, starting off at about 30. It'll be warm and windy though in the afternoon with rain and 57. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.